0: you're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius only you could find oh there it is drawing board or miro all our finished and unfinished work lives in one place and he's one
1: join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in miro brainstorms get your first three boards for free at miro.com that's m-i-r-o.com. <laughs> Welcome to our Sleeved Life podcast, hosted by Kelly and Melanie, two women who decided to take control of their lives and have weight loss surgery. Let us take you on our journey. You'll get to hear our
2: ups and downs of the process, and even join in with some questions. Now it's time for the show. Hey,
1: Kelly, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Well, this is our
2: first episode. <laughs> I'm excited. I am too. Okay, good. So we're going to tell our stories today, because I know I don't know many people's stories. And we want to help people with ours.
1: Yep. And there's nothing like this podcast out there. No. So I figure this will be fun and entertaining and <laughs> informative for informative. everybody.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
1: All right.
2: I right, want to just get What's into your it. your why? Yeah. Okay. So basically one of those podcasts is about weight loss surgery. So... With that being said, I've had one of the weight loss surgeries and that's going to be the gastric sleeve. Um, mine was done a long time ago, like five, about five years ago now. So um, the reason why I finally chose to do the surgery, because it's a long ways coming, because I was like 26, I think, when I got it. Wait, how old am I now? I'm 33. <laughs> you don't know how old Hold you on, are. I'm 33. So. Okay. So, I had, no, 28. Yeah, I was 28 and okay. 30, 29 when I got it. So... My biggest thing was because, like, so my dad died. So he had liver cancer. He was only fifty nine years old, and the whole family is riddled with, like, overweight, diabetes, d- like, just diseases, live upon everything. And they're all big people. So, um, when dad died, I was like, shit. Like, I'm like way overweight. <laughs> I need to get my shit checked. So, my brother first off was like, I need. I need some help, so we started actually just working out and um, go to the Croc Center all the time, and it just like weight like I dropped like probably like thirty pounds, and then I just still made it stalemated for a long time, which really was frustrating mentally because Matt, well, like my older brother, was still dropping weight like crazy, and I was not, and I was doing the same workouts he was, eating the same work like work plans that you know all the food plans that you can do, and it just wasn't happening, so. Um, I got frustrated and I ate and I gained some more weight. So <laughs> that's how that goes. And then he decided to go and do lap band surgery. So he did that in December and he loved it. And he lost quite a lot of weight pretty fast in the first couple of months. The so lap band surgery is where they take your stomach and they put like an um, actual band around it to make it smaller. So nothing there's no actual like cutting or anything. Um and there's like a tube that kind of pops out of your stomach. And they like fill it up with fluid because it actually inflates the band to make it like thicker around your stomach lining. So that way, because you can slowly actually make it bigger so food can fit more in there. So if you keep eating bigger foods, then it's going like, to expand. And so they have to fill you up every like, I think he went every three months. So with the lap band surgery, Matt had it. Um, he's also four years older than me. I don't know if that matters to anybody, but yeah. that's a difference for like weight loss uh, process though, actually. So. Is it? It is. Like, because oh. older people are not going to lose it as fast. And then they're like, true. the okay. electricity in their skin. I think I'm saying Elasticity. that Elasticity. Right. Thank you. Um, the skin part won't come back as quickly. Or yeah, at all. Or true. at all. Yeah. So that's a thing for that. So, you get more loose skin. Mm-hmm. Which, it happens. It's it going to happen. It's an unfortunate thing, but I'd rather be healthy than, and have like skin, a little bit of light skin on me than, right? or extra skin, I guess, on that's me. That's where I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so he got the surgery and I was like, I should probably maybe just apply. Cause all you have to do is at least apply and just see if you get in. Like it's yeah. not a hundred percent thing. Um, so I applied to the same place as him. It's Oregon weight loss surgery in Portland. Great people love them. Um, and you yeah, know, two months they, they tell you it's going to be a two month waiting period. So I didn't have to worry like about like, oh my God, are they just not you know, calling cause I'm denied already or whatever. Yeah. So I got the call in February. And they were like, "Yeah, let's get you in." And so, so it was super quick. It was way faster than I thought. Yeah. It was way quicker than that. Um, and the other main reason why I did this too is because I felt trapped in my body. Like I've always been a big person, and so it was very frustrating. Where I was like, "I know how to eat, yeah, but I need like a reset button, like because whatever I'm doing, it's not like I'm not losing the weight. It's just taking forever." Well, and
1: you tried to lose weight, and then it wasn't like. It stalled, it stalled, which is normal, yeah. but it's frustrating. And then you gained all it back. Yeah. So it's so,
2: like, I became a statistic and I, that's the biggest thing I didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Hence why like I worked really, really hard after surgery because I was like, I'm not going to be a statistic. Yeah, exactly. So that's basically like my why is because I was just frustrated being in my own skin because I know all the right things to do. I have all the knowledge to do it, but you couldn't I, put it in place. I couldn't put it in place anymore. I was like, if I could adjust been 13 years old and know everything that i know about eating and nutrition then i would have never gained all this weight and i probably would have been a more happy camper yeah going through puberty and then like you know going getting older and being in the workforce like it's not fun being a fat person no it's not so it's very frustrating people treat you very differently so yeah i was fed up and i just like fuck it i'm doing it and then it happened, and I was like, holy shit, I can't take it back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a permanent thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so that's mine, Kelly. All
1: what, right. What was your reason? So my reason was that about seven years ago, I was diagnosed with lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, and fibromyalgia, which is a really hard disease, even one of them. And then when you add in all three of them, it is devastating. I mean, holy cow. Yeah and, um, so I was in so much pain on a daily basis, we couldn't figure out my medication, and so i uh was basically bedridden for three no, yeah, about three years yeah it was and rough it was very rough, yeah. and I had no control over anything that was going on in with my body, and i so I ate. And I ate a lot. And I Mm. ate foods that were not good for me. And even though I knew that they weren't good for me, I continued to do it. Um, And so my doctor actually mentioned weight loss surgery to me several times. Because she had had patients that did really well with it. Yeah. And I wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. I put it off for about two years. And I remember... Going in and talking to her about something to help me lose weight because I was, I think I had hit like 240 or 250. Oh, wow. Yeah. I gained a lot of weight. What was your highest again? Two, about 265, 270. 265. So, I mean, I gained another 30 pounds on top of that yeah. before I actually had surgery. Um, she had me start taking a medication that actually curbed your appetite. Nice. And but it didn't work. I mean, I was taking so many medications and that actually make you hungry, like prednisone,
0: which oh, I was yeah. on for
1: five years. Like that—that's awful. And uh, so I ate, 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 and it didn't work. And so I stopped taking it eventually. And I went up even higher, got to about two sixty-five, two seventy, and. Decided that I had to do something. I had to do something to help me because I wasn't living any type of life that anybody wanted. Yeah. And um, so I went in and I talked to her and she sent me over to a surgeon in McMinnville. And it was actually the surgeon that she wanted me to originally see actually retired. Oh, interesting. And so Dr. Thompson uh, took over for her or for him and... uh, i met with her and was instantly just so refreshed by everything that she said and it just made so much more sense to me and so we chose the sleeve and the other thing was is i wasn't even sure if i could have it with all of my medical issues
2: true because you have a lot of like where everything gets inflamed yeah yeah so so we weren't sure how it was gonna happen yeah
1: Healing would have to be harder. So did they say it could be harder with having lupus? They said it could, but everybody's different. Yeah. Um, And it just, it just depended on your body and what it felt like when it was, when you were waking up. Mm -hmm. So, but another, I mean, obviously an, an added addition is once you stop eating those foods that are basically inflaming your body, so the sugar, the carbs, all of that, um, We're making me worse so once i cleared that out of my system i actually felt so much better yeah
2: um well that's because that's a big connection with gluten like that's yeah i know like the whole gluten-free thing but it actually does really help your body so especially with autoimmune disease yeah anybody has autoimmune disease needs to be on a low Mm -hmm. low carb
1: low carb low sugar diet high protein yeah because protein fuels your body so um, so yeah, I finally went in met with Dr. Thompson. I met with a nutritionist. I met with a therapist. The therapy was great. I loved it um loved the nutritionist side of it too, because it really taught you what to do after surgery yeah. and it was so interesting to me, and it was just a new challenge, I think, and mm-hmm. something that I could start and actually succeed at if I put my mind to it yeah um and I really just wanted to get my life back I wanted to be able to go and see my friends I wanted to go and have a date night with my husband I wanted to be able to play with my dogs like I wanted to be able to do all those things and I couldn't do that at the weight and in as much pain as I was in.
2: yeah I would say like as your friend during that time it was rough it was rough. It was very rough. It was hard to be your friend because mm-hmm. it's like, I want to see you, but like, all we do is sit here. And it's like,
1: yeah, there's more. only so much you can sit on yeah. the couch and talk. Yeah.
2: Like, and, it's, and then I started feeling bad because it's like, I want to invite you places, but I know you can't go. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I know you just wanted to be invited at least. And yeah. it's just like,
1: well, and I think everybody kind of felt like that. Yeah. You know, I'm a very social butterfly. I like to talk to people, I like to go and do things. Yeah. And I was stuck in four walls. Like, not being able to do anything that i enjoyed i literally went to work came home went to bed yeah like no uh, life no life no fun for anybody yeah so i think that was my main reason for getting this was to just enjoy life again yeah get the old kelly back as everybody says
2: (laughs) well yeah i felt bad actually saying that to you because it's not like you weren't kelly it was just for me What i saw the difference was your energy
1: oh yeah like right after surgery i had so much energy yeah you were
2: like brighter just yeah yeah
1: i think i felt hopeful that there was finally something that could work and that i could feel more like me i mean i don't know if you felt the same way like my I know is, yours happened so fast. Well, not even just that. It's it's really different
2: because I didn't know a different side of myself. True. So I've only known myself as being the big girl at all times. Like if you describe, if as our group was, yeah. like... If you were like, oh, which one are you talking about? It would be, like, the chubbier one. Like, that's just who it was. Well, I
1: never described it, you like that.
2: So no, it. but that's what you would do. And I never got offended because I was. Like, yeah. I know who I was. It's not a big deal. Like, I was always a bigger chick, and that's that was my thing. Yeah. Like, I had a lot of guy friends and not mm-hmm. a lot of girlfriends, and that's just... I was one of the guys, and yeah, that's just what I did. I was a tomboy. You so. were, and it was fine. I had a great time. Yeah. Um, but I realizing like, looking back that... It was actually interesting because I didn't ever think of me as like in um, like invisible because you hear yeah. that a lot, that fat people feel like they're invisible. Yeah. But like I had a lot of friends. You did. So yeah. I didn't really worry about that part. But I realized that I never felt attractiveness until after having surgery.
1: That makes sense.
2: I never felt. I didn't even realize I could be attractive. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was like. A th- like a thing like i just thought that that was in movies and like girls that like are super super pretty like yeah we've had girlfriends that have been able to like get like free drinks or whatever i've never had anybody buy yeah. me a drink i've never had free drinks before it's interesting like looking back like oh like if i actually like they just don't people just don't like bigger people like
1: i think it's hard for people to understand where they're coming from it like i think thinner people that are that have been thin their whole life they don't know the struggles no no. and i don't think that they want to pinpoint it so they would rather just avoid them oh yeah they're
2: just really insecure
1: about it so they're just
2: they're not going to talk about it yeah yeah and a lot of people like especially in high school like Mm -hmm. no one wants to be dating the fat chick like they all want to have like the skinny girlfriend like that's the deal and that's fine yeah and like i didn't think about it until afterwards i was like oh like that is kind of shitty like yeah. Didn't have any real boyfriends through high yeah. school. Like, didn't have a, Like, me and you went to prom together. Like, <laughs> that's right. We, we did. did. There's photo proof of us. Yeah. Like, you know, and we had a great time. We had a lot of fun yeah. with all of our friends. But like, you know, we didn't have like the tr- traditional like upbringing. If, yeah. If, or if the I was traditional prom date. Yeah. Yeah. If I probably was a smaller person, but I still had. I don't feel left out. Like I don't. I don't regret any of that stuff. That's good. Like I had a lot of fun. Yeah. So I just wish. I guess I learned, I guess I wish I would have started eating healthier just sooner.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's hard
2: when you're, when you grow up a certain way. Yeah. When you're in it. Because like, I was always taught you fry everything. (laughs) Not so much. Pork
1: chops. My favorite
2: food was pork chops and rice. And it's white rice. So it's nothing good for you. Yeah. And it's not like a fistful that you might need. Like, it's like like half the plate. Like, it's like half the fucking plate. And then I have two pork chops.
1: Oh, that's right. And yeah. It was always
2: me too, and it was like made just in fr- fucking vegetable oil. Yeah, like I, half, and it would yeah. cover. It wouldn't cover it, but it would be like it'd be like half at least. Yeah. So and it was fucking delicious. I think about that fucking meal all the time. <laughs> that's my meal that I'd be like, and, and that's why was, you don't go near rice. Yeah, because like. <laughs> That would be my my food on the island. Like, you can pick one meal. That would be the meal. Yeah. Fucking pork chops and rice. But no, I can't even go near it. Like, if you make pork chops how I how my mom made it and how I made it, like, yeah. I'd be like, fuck you, get that away from me. Yeah. If you make it like an, like, Eric makes this really nice pork chop where he does um some sort of, I can't Eric's even tell Eric's her you. husband, by oh. the way. Yeah, Eric's my husband. Sorry. But he makes like really great pork chop where, um, I don't know the seasoning, but he does like an avocado puree that it lays oh, yeah. on. And then he cuts it up. And then he
1: does... I think it's like a jerk sauce on I don't it. think I've ever thought about putting avocado on pork chops.
2: I know. I never thought about it either. It's
1: fucking delicious, though. Okay. Well, you that's and have to go you'll, on like, feel,
2: You can dip it in it while you eat it. So uh, good. But see, like that doesn't bother me because it's fresh and new. And yeah. it's not connected to a place where I was becoming fat and was eating all these crappy foods. Yeah. This is actually healthy food because it's on yeah. avocado. Like, come on now.
1: When you think about pork chops and rice just at curiosity yeah do you like does it give you negative thoughts i get happy no
2: i just okay. want it all right i was just life. curious no i I love pork chops and rice like i okay. would love to have it now like that would be amazing <laughs> right in the middle yeah. of the table <laughs> um, no food doesn't ever i don't have like a negative connection with food that's good so i do definitely emotionally eat i have
1: done that well, I, think I think we've think all done that but a lot of us kind of that's the reason why we're in this position. Yeah. Is the emotional eating. Absolutely. I think the, like for me, it was complete, having that complete control. Like, if I want to eat freaking Ben and Jerry's every single night, I'm going to do it because I can.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm going to do it because I can't move.
2: Yeah. It's and making me happy right exactly, now. Exactly. This is what's making exactly.
1: me happy. So, in it itself, that was an emotional eating. It was oh, emotional. Eating. 100%. Yeah. And so it was just kind of, I think, different. Well, because for me,
2: like, if you think about it, we me and you walked everywhere. Yeah, we did. Like so, I really wasn't like big, big, but no, like I was a thick girl, and yeah. so. But what happened was, is when I moved out, that was the biggest problem, was yeah. because I worked at Arby's. Who doesn't work at a fast food place when they first, you know, start out?
1: You drank every single night. And it was that's what I was going to. Yeah. Is
2: I love alcohol. Mm-hmm. I've always loved alcohol. Yeah, and I come from a whole line of them that love alcohol. <laughs> so, but I can put like, when you hang out with the friends that we hung out with, it was like a challenge to, like, keep up with how much you drink. Yeah. And I was one of the guys. So I'm like, you're putting away 10? I'm putting away 10. You're yeah. doing a case? I'll do a case. And holy fuck, like, that's not good at all. No. And I could do it, though. Like, that was the problem. Like, I was able to drink probably 12 to, jeez, 16 beers a night. Holy
1: crap. If, if if we were like, let's do this yeah, type deal. Well, um, and, then, like, cooking thinking about food like back then we were eating fast food
2: yeah so fast food atop of beers like yeah because i've always been told um out the end of every beer is a pork chop because it has the exact same calories as a pork chop yeah oh so basically if you think about it every night i was having like fucking 12 pork (laughs) chops
1: yeah which is your favorite (laughs) food so it makes sense (laughs) yeah like it's (laughs)
2: ridiculous but i love beer that was the thing i love me some beer yeah um and I get a lot of weight on that. That was yeah. like the very first thing I noticed was all of a sudden I had like the belly was getting a little bit bigger mm-hmm. and then it was like over the jeans a little bit. And I was like, oh shit, like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I just know I'm getting bigger. And yeah. then.
1: Well, because I think we weren't taught a whole lot about. Food. Food. Ever. Or healthy food. Or, I mean, my family ate pretty healthy. I mean, we ate. You guys did. Yeah. We ate yeah. healthy for the most part. We ate chicken vegetables every night i mean but once i could make the decision to go out and have fast food that was all i wanted yeah and i remember living with one of my roommates kathy oh yeah and she made this meal that was literally it was like basted in butter and it was her potatoes grease. right it was the oh, potatoes those were fucking bombs. they were bomb but they were but they oh, were awful. awful for you <laughs> and you would have rolls and what did she make it was like pork chops. It was, was it pork, pork chops. chops. Okay. Dude, and then she would I put the made grease. everybody love pork chops yeah. it was around me. Well, and then she would put the grease into the potatoes. Yeah. See? And it's I mean delicious. It, yeah. It was I mean it was bomb. But don't do it people. Don't. Do it. Not don't even, it. Start it. Yeah. don't no, even start it. Yeah. Don't even start it. It's awful. Um but I mean that's what we were eating. Yeah. And we had no concept of Oh, this is really bad. You should probably only eat it, like, once every couple months. No, yeah. we had it, like, every week. Yeah, at least once or yeah. twice a week. Yeah, portion control, not
2: a thing. No. Nope. Well, what's, what's that? Yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm just buying food and putting it in my mouth. Exactly. Like, I don't care how much well, it is. Well, and
1: you would fill your plate, like, yeah. to the brim, and you would eat it all. And then you would go into a food coma. Mm-hmm. Which, ugh. Yeah, I definitely don't miss the food comas. Mm-hmm. I don't know
2: if I miss it. I didn't realize I was having it. Really? If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, there's a few things I didn't realize I was having heartburn. had no idea really I was having heartburn until, like, I was like, it kind of hurts all the time right here and whatever. But, that, oh, that's not heartburn. And Eric's like, you're an idiot. That's heartburn. Because <laughs> <laughs> Eric can look in water and be like, I have heartburn. He's like, I need yeah. Tums. Like, that man always has heartburn. So I was like, no, that can't be what, like, you seem to have it all the time. I barely have it. I don't yeah. know what this is.
1: Um, well, yeah. it doesn't have to be like full on which I didn't know, yeah, yeah, you would thought, yeah, you either have it or you don't, yeah, yeah. but there are levels, yeah, which I found out
2: as I got older, so yeah, I was very naive, you knew, I was a very naive girl, you were, I believed everybody at face value, which I still kind of do, you but do. I trust but a lot of people a lot okay. of things
1: you you're learning, yeah, you're in your thirties, you'll get there eventually. <laughs> God damn it! I have my bachelor's degree. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot. You have. I've you are. A lot. You're getting there. You're getting
2: there. But yeah, there's just some stupid stuff I just didn't realize. Yeah. Well, so, I think we're all. I mean, well, when you're in it, when you're fat and you're in it, like you forget that you're fat sometimes yeah. until you see it in the, in the like a mirror or pictures or pictures or mm-hmm. the window, and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. So yep. You don't have to look at you, then you're fine, and so yeah. you just keep eating the same shit over and over again, yep. and thinking like, "Why am I? Why am I now at two X? This is a problem." Yep. So, and yep. then you tell yourself like, "Hey, fine, I just won't get past the two X. If I get past the two X, then we got to do something." Mm-hmm. And that just kept happening. Well, I didn't get past the two X, but you didn't. No, okay. mm, I did not. That was the top, my highest. We should probably talk about too. I was just going to ask so you. My highest was three hundred eight. Highest I've okay. ever. been. And that was like. The very first time I Matt weighed me, actually it wasn't. That was no, at the gym. That was the gym, and I remember being like, "Oh my god!" Like I saw the number, and he just looks at me, and I look at him, and I like teared up. And he's like, "It's fine. It's a number." And I was like, "Oh, I love you, Matt. <laughs> like, yeah. thank you so much because that was fucking awful feeling. Like, oh, just yeah. like your just heart just drops into your stomach. You're like, yeah. what the fuck does it really say that number? Yep. Like I'm really a big person. Yep. Like
1: I've we passed over the. I'm just a little bit big. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, I can't hide this shit anymore. Nope. So, nope. I remember going in and getting myself weighed, and I was at like 270. Oof. And just, yeah, I remember that heart wrenching, like, what have I done? Mm-hmm. Feeling like, yeah. what did I do to myself? And I mean, the worst for me is seeing pictures. Like, <laughs> I, pictures are bad. I actually don't like to look at them at all.
2: Like, nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, Not I a know fan. you're
1: very, very like. I don't want to look at it. Mm. It didn't happen.
2: Yeah, because like the more and more people I meet now don't know that person.
1: Yeah, the
2: only person that knows that person is you and Cody and my husband.
1: Yeah, like well, my you're...
2: my close family, but yeah. no friends know that person. Yeah, so it's like I feel like a different person now.
1: Well, you are a different person. It's and...
2: just. It's weird because a lot of stuff happened really quickly during that process. And so it's all of the things that happened. So it's like.
1: Well, I feel like that process changes you no matter what. You're going to be a little bit different. Well, I think it definitely
2: opens up your mind because Mm -hmm. what I didn't realize, like how you're saying, like the food coma, like I didn't really have those, but I definitely had fog like all the time. Oh, really? When I wake up, I feel foggy. It took me. Because I don't drink coffee and probably that would have helped, but also that probably would have (laughs) actually fucked me up more. Caffeine is life, by the way. Because I would go to work when I worked at Wells Fargo and then, like, it would take about an hour, hour and a half, I would say, to feel awake. Awake and kind of like coherent for the day. day. And people would ask me questions and I have to be like, what'd you say? Mm -hmm. Like, all the time. Um, My emails that would go out would be awful. Like, just missing. There was, like, I mean, it was playful, but it is kind of shitty if you think about it. They would make a contest of how many times I would miss, a, like, a connecting word that's, or whatever. That's yeah, awful. That's pretty shitty. That's awful. So, but you know me. I play things off. It's fine. Well, but, yeah,
1: but that's still, that's really bad. Yeah, I think about it.
2: Like, you guys bullied your leader. That's exactly what you just did. Awesome. It's just, I was just fucked up on the fact that I, I wasn't getting nutrition, like, the right nutrition in my body. Oh, I was so disfogged yeah. yeah. that it took me so long to, like, wake up. Now, like, I'm awake. I'm a fucking awake. It's insane. <laughs> like, and it's annoying because you can't turn it off. Nope. Like, you, nope, all, you can try all you want to go back to sleep
1: and it's not happening. Yep. Hence why I wake up at 3, 3.30 in the morning every single morning. It's insane. And I'm wide awake. Yeah. I've already had a full day by, like, <laughs> 10 a.m., you're like, I put in more work than most people. Exactly. Day. exactly. And it's not even noon. Like, exactly. The yeah. There's sometimes where I'm not working for the day and I wake up at like three o'clock. And by one o'clock, I'm like, hmm, I'm ready to go to bed. I've already had my full day. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that's part of the process, though. Now you're it awake is. more. Like, it is. that's a thing. So. Be prepared, people. If this is the route you want to go, you will feel more awake, yeah, more energy. Way more energy.
1: So, I mean, I feel like it takes a hit right after surgery, uh, right when you wake Mm. up, because you're still recovering. And, I mean, it just takes a lot out of your system, for me anyways. But once I got past that first week, really, Mm. I had so much energy. Like, I was cleaning the house. I was doing things that I hadn't been able to do in years vacuuming. I think that's probably why you had more energy was because, like, you haven't been
2: able to do those things. Yeah. And so once you could, you're like, holy shit,
1: I can do these things. Which makes it really hard now. Like, when I go into a flare, Mm -hmm. not being able to do those things is awful. It's awful. And it kind of brings me back to where it was before. But, again, that's why I chose this was to make that change. And so I just kind of keep reminding myself that it's only a day. Yeah. If I have to lay down for a day, it's okay. I'm still so much further than I was when I started the whole process. So. I would imagine. Yeah. like,
2: it used to be more than a day.
1: Yeah. It, I don't think I ever went more than a day in between flyers. Yeah. So now it's, like, weeks. Oh, yeah. Months sometimes. I think I went, what, seven months? Holy shit. Yeah. Seven months without a flyer, which is, like, unheard of for me. Yeah. I was feeling, oh, I still feel amazing. Like, this was seriously one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. But when you went into the flare this last time, mm-hmm.
2: how are you with food?
1: You know, I didn't turn to it. Nice. Like, I think I made the conscious decision that when I had surgery, I was going to try my hardest not to be controlled by it. Oh, wow. And so i don't but we also don't keep anything bad in the house or you know what people would consider bad bad. yeah um we don't keep carbs we don't keep sugar it's just not in the house so if i want to eat something it's an apple and peanut butter or it's a baby bell cheese and cashews which 95 percent of my diet people baby bell and cashews which Although is, I'm starting to branch out. She's branching out because her nutritionists and me have been like, you need to eat more fucking food than that. Yeah, but pretty much. That's like a burp. More protein. Yeah. More protein in my system. Way more protein. Yeah. When you're eating three baby bell cheese <laughs> in a, a day, day and then you have your cashews and those are your three meals for the day, there's, there's an issue. <laughs> that I is, may be a little
2: obsessed. When you told me that, I was like, I need to hear more veggies and more meat. Yes. I don't hear any meat. Which I much. do eat
1: meat for dinner most of the time. Yes. So I'll have my chicken or pork chops or, you know, anything like that. Steak. Mm. I mean, it depends on what comes in the Fresh meal. That's true. Yeah. Which Melanie huh. actually turned me on to. And it's amazing yes. because they portion it for you. I mean, I can only eat half of a meal, but...
2: But it's still, still,
1: I mean, it's way better than trying to cook for yourself. Yeah, you just select a meal and it comes to your door. Yeah.
2: And you just cook it. Yeah. It's amazing. And you never have to worry about, if, do I have too much or do I not have enough? And mm-hmm.
1: I will tote hashtag HelloFresh. Hello <laughs> Sponsor us, please. Yes. Because... I would love some free HelloFresh meals. Well,
2: your meals will totally help weight loss surgery, people. Oh, yeah. Because it's fall portion controlled.
1: Oh, yeah. And you have a healthy options. Well, and you literally cannot eat. I mean, I remember right after surgery, like, I was eating maybe an ounce of food at a time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's normal. Half an ounce. I mean, totally normal. But it's just, it's crazy when you go from eating probably six to eight ounces of food Mm -hmm. in a sitting easily easily to a half an ounce i mean it was hell trying to drink a protein shake which i still can't i'm gonna say you're not drinking those you should probably do that i know i would add good protein i can't it's got to be in an iced coffee you can't say i can't i can say i can't because i just did
2: (laughs) no no it's all about doing guys don't don't use the word i can't because you can
1: i can you just don't like it I don't like you don't like it. Okay, I don't like protein shakes unless they are in iced espresso. There you go. See, there's an option. So I'm waiting until summer, and then I will start my (laughs) protein shakes again. Can't you do that now? It's cold. So it's so much easier to drink warm liquid than cold.
2: Then tell them to heat it up. What's, like, why can't you... you heat
1: up a protein shake? Imagine I mean, how disgusting that sounds. But it's an espresso. Won't it just take over its taste? I don't know. No. No, not at all. No. Hmm. I mean, it would, but then it wouldn't be hot. <clears throat> no. No. Yeah. Th- okay, so what is the drink anyway?
2: Like, like, Can you break down this drink okay. so I can understand? Okay.
1: So I love espresso. I love coffee. Yes. I love the taste of coffee. Yes. So I get... Three shots of espresso okay. over ice, with the ice about halfway, and then I pour my protein shake over the top of it.
2: And why can't you have that now? Because it's cold outside. Oh my, you have, like, butt warmers, don't you, in your car? I do. I do have Turn butt warmers. Turn on the warmers. butt warmers.
1: I do. I think that's worth the protein. oh uh,
2: No. You're ridiculous.
1: <laughs> and I have an espresso machine at the house. <laughs> Kelly Lynn. I know. Oh I know. I just need to. Well, I, and I make my protein shakes with the Fairlife milk, which is another thing Melanie turned me on to. Yes, Fairlife milk. And it's so much better. Yeah, and it's lactose free. I know. So just Even my husband, Cody, has started drinking it. So we're <laughs> buying twice the amount of Fairlife because <laughs> he's drinking it with his protein shakes. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. Because he even said that it makes us like it doesn't upset his stomach as much as regular milk so the lactose yeah Spons- sponsored by Fairlife Fair life milk. milk and hello fresh people yes okay yeah yep. you guys need it in your oh, life yeah yeah and baby bell cheese i feel like that that's a really good one that's
2: a really good one. just string cheese in general
1: uh nope i can't do no. regular string cheese hmm that's another thing the weird um change in foods, foods right after yeah that's a big deal olives
2: yeah I love me some olives. It's a great source of nutrition, but I feel full after like two olives. Yep. That's annoying.
1: That's weird, though.
2: I know. Even to this day. With avocado. Avocado does the same thing. Same thing to me. That's weird because it's creamy.
1: It is. But like I have two bites of avocado and I'm like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) I'm full. Which I'm not
2: really full. So then I wait
1: and then I eat something else. But Yeah.
2: You just have to wait for it to go down. Yeah. That's the weird part yeah oh yeah people stand i stand a lot
1: yeah i've started doing that
2: yeah gravity definitely helps guys Mm -hmm. so
1: it brings it all down to your stomach yeah especially when you're like man
2: i had two olives no one's ever full off of two olives (laughs) what the fuck true this is stupid yep wiggle your way down there yep
1: you stand up walk around a little bit it'll move down then you can eat some more Nice, which is probably not a good way of looking at it, but you know, mm, that's how I look at it <laughs> <laughs> flat out. That's how you look, that's at, how it. I look at it. <laughs> it's fine,
2: it's totally fine. But I don't know, the other reason why I was going to say that I did the surgery too was, um, like after, after dad dying, like we mm-hmm. all did kind of like a blood test or whatever, making sure we're all good, yeah. And like I came back with really good numbers, but she's like, This is only gonna last for so long, and yeah. I was like. Are you sure? <laughs> I was like, you're I like, feel good. And I feel
1: like I can keep
2: moving. What's funny is I thought I felt good then.
1: Yeah. So I have no that's idea all you knew. Yeah.
2: So like she's like, no, like, pun, like you're gonna have diabetes in a few years, yeah. or maybe a decade if you don't get this under control. Like
1: Which, I, dad had diabetes, right? Dad did have okay. diabetes, yeah.
2: Like that definitely runs through our family. But it's not like a I don't think that's really a genetic thing anymore. I think I think that's only like type one is because type two, you give that shit to yourself, like so eloquently. Put. I mean, but it's true. And it's preventable. Like when you realize mm-hmm. some of these diseases that we're catching or causing are literally us
1: causing them to ourselves, it's yeah. ridiculous. Because like, you got to think, food is everywhere. Yeah, food is literally everywhere. Like you can drive down the road and there's six different options for fast food. You watch TV. There's out of five commercials, four of them are for fast food or food in general.
2: Well, yeah, and they've done the test to where, like, so red is a like if they put red in advertisements and like marketing stuff because it makes you want to eat oh really that's why like mcdonald's has like the red and yellow and like arby's Mm. is the red like it's it's all over like red robin red lobster wow like the big chains i'm just thinking baby bell it makes you hungry (laughs) yeah and your baby bell cheese is wrapped red. red yeah it's red so that's a wow, big deal. Maybe I should get it out of the house. Yeah, so if like maybe she does
1: <laughs> not that's you, not gonna
2: happen. But well you read a lot, so I mean you can yeah. you don't have to leave the house, you're fine.
1: There's pictures, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> but oh but no, like that's a huge thing. So that's crazy. I didn't know that. Learn that now, shit
1: in college. You learn <laughs> something new
2: every day. But but yeah, like, food's all around us, and they, mm-hmm. they want you to fucking eat it. And yeah. once you, especially, like, McDonald's, like, no one wants McDonald's, but once you have McDonald's, now your brain's like, I want McDonald's. You're set, yeah. Because, like, they were putting sugar in, like, all of their food. Like, their meat has sugar. Does it really? Yeah, because they want you to eat it all the time. Well, it's like, like the
1: tortillas from Taco Bell, they have honey in them. Yeah, I believe it. And I, now I'm like, oh. I'm like what girls. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for getting me addicted to sugar. <laughs> Basically,
2: that's what they've done. They've taken over the market, and they're just like sugar, sugar, sugar. Mm-hmm.
1: They know that it sells, and that's well, and it's a so addicting. I mean, it takes what it took me like what two weeks to completely get it out of my system.
2: Yeah, two weeks to get a fast food out of your system. It seems like that takes way too long, right? Yeah, it's the sugar. It is, and the the taste. Well, because the sugar like it hits parts of your brain sensory to Mm -hmm. where like the excitement, so and it makes you happy. Yeah, it makes it's the happy part Mm -hmm. of your brain. Your dopamine's that's what it is. Your dopamine's Mm -hmm. are go to the gym instead. Yeah, just literally go to the gym. Your endorphins will open and you'll feel great.
1: McDonald's.
2: Go straight to the gym. Go straight to the gym and talk to yourself. I've done that, like in the mirror, and be like, "Stop being a fucking lazy ass. Get your ass in the gym." This is some
1: bullshit. (laughs) It works. Talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. It it does work. And talk nicely to yourself. Yeah, you can. It's really... (laughs) You can. No, you're supposed to. It's an option. You're supposed to. I... Well, I was reading something the other day, and it said, for every negative thought, or something, negative statement that you make towards yourself, you're supposed to make three positive ones. Yeah. So then eventually your brain kind of readjust it's like retraining your brain yeah yeah to think positive, positive. yeah because i mean i feel like during this whole journey you just have to be positive because if you're not it's you're gonna get sucked in yep you yep. know
2: like this is not um the surgery is not meant for the weak i know that Mm-mm. sounds mean but like no nope. mentally weak because it's not just a physical problem it's a mental problem
1: it is and, so mental and they don't tell you that like, i think i think they do or they did for me but it's you don't realize how much of this is mental i would
2: say the significance of it yeah like they say yeah you yeah, like you might have some random thoughts and like it's gonna be struggles here and there mm-hmm. but you'll get through it that's kind of like the glaze over i got mm-hmm. so like for me i was like okay i'm fine and i'm a positive person anyway so i like, yeah. think that's why it worked just' because I have an all or nothing mentality and I'm very positive about it because yeah. when I was young, like again with my dad's family, mm-hmm. they all fucking die. So like by the time I was like 13, 14, like yeah. I already didn't have two grandparents. I didn't have like three uncles. Like yeah, yeah. it was insane. And they all died really young. None of them ever really gets past 60. We have one now, just hit 70. Mm. Whoop whoop because <laughs> that's when my grandma died was 70. No one's like past 70 in the family. So wow. that's... And when you realize you're coming from a poverty family, the reason why they're all dying so younger is because of all the crappy fucking food that they ate.
1: Well, that and they just don't realize that they need to take care of themselves. No, because the what they're
2: only like their mentality of being in a very poor family is we need to make sure we have a roof over our head and food and food in our body. We don't Mm -hmm. care what the food is as long as we can get some food at the store and feed them like it's going to be the cheapest way. Like because my parents weren't about fast food.
1: Yeah, no, they weren't. They
2: weren't. We would go out to eat once um, every every Wednesday. for It was every other Wednesday when my dad got paid is mm-hmm. when we went out to dinner. So it wasn't about eating fast food, guys. It's literally what you make at home can be a problem just as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And mom didn't even make things out of boxes. It was literally just fried. Yeah food and butter and sour cream and rice Mm -hmm. and potatoes like it's just all of the carbs yeah that's where i draw to
1: well and there was no
2: vegetables really no just broccoli yeah yeah and i love broccoli and we rarely have like a salad night yeah you would do that every once in a while but yeah it was like lasagna with like All of the garlic bread you could imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's it's great meals. They're mm-hmm. delicious, but they're heavy.
1: They are heavy. And we're not an active family by no. any means. Cause... I mean, you and me walked everywhere like we talked about before. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, that's it. there was nothing really. No one pushed me in sports. Mm-hmm. I even played
2: volleyball all in middle school. I loved it. Yeah, oh, that's right. I didn't go. I don't know why I didn't even do it in McNary. I don't know. Same thing with choir. I stopped. Right at freshman year, don't know why. Wanted to be in the dance team, didn't do that. Yeah, don't know why. Like all these things I should have been doing, well, <laughs> but there was no push. There was no push. Yeah. Only push I had was you better graduate. Mm-hmm. That was what I was told from day one. You better graduate. So yeah. their focus was let's make sure we have a place for her to live, food in her belly, and yep. get her to graduate because no one's fucking graduating in our family. Like me yeah. and Matt were the first ones in our family too. So that's right. It's insane. Like. That we have come so far, but it makes sense why we didn't know anything about food. We weren't yeah. taught anything because that wasn't their focus.
1: Yep. So I don't, I, I blame them,
2: but not blame them at the same time.
1: Well, that was all they knew either. Yeah. Like what they were taught, they passed on to you. Exactly. And unfortunately, it wasn't the correct not at all. way of living. Mm-mm. But the good thing is, is that you realized it early in your life. Earlier. At least young enough. Yeah. yeah. That you could do something about it.
2: Yeah, because when you do it in your 20s, what's great is that, like, your body can conform back Mm -hmm. very quickly.
1: Yeah. So,
2: like, I I don't really have skin issues. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't. It's not.
1: I I mean, I I feel like my arms are the worst for me. Okay. And I've noticed a little bit more on on my thighs. And, but my stomach has been pretty good. So, I feel like me being in my 30s, early 30s it's still it's, as long as you're moving i think it makes a huge difference. a huge difference because yeah. your skin can come back more and the more mm-hmm.
2: water you you drink also yep. helps with that too and collagen yeah. if you drink collagen like i put it in my coffee in the morning so does there does is there like an un like what is that called like unflavored i guess yeah that's what like I, yeah so could i put that in anything else besides coffee because i hate coffee um i like the smell of coffee i like the i don't like the, the taste of coffee it's too better for me because here's what would happen is i would be like oh this is too better let me put some cream and some blah blah in it and now it tastes good and now i'm fucking gaining another yeah, 20 pounds because, because easily 20 carbs and 30 yeah. grams so of sugar I just, a coffee i just made a habit that i don't need so that can stay over there
1: yeah in mean, it's yeah. own little home i back to your question yeah which one <laughs> about the unflavored oh, yes. collagen yes um i feel like well because you don't really like hot liquids i don't like you don't
2: drink tea you don't don't so i'm coming around on on hot tea okay and it's just limped in right now i will move That's on fine. i will move on to other teas but i just wanted <laughs> i'm starting there because it's so cold in my office right and i was realizing like i still need to go on walks so, I've been going on walks with my snowboarding jacket on. <laughs> and I, once I get back, <clears throat> I, um, I, make, I do some hot tea okay. in one of the big mugs that, that they give us. So. Yeah. And that's been helping. Good. Because I looked it up. Tea does not affect your intermittent fasting. No. So. It doesn't. Um, you can
1: drink as much tea as you
2: want. Yeah. So, I was like, screw this. Then I can do this now. Yep. And what I noticed, because it's flavored... It's, like, taking up, um, like, food for me. Yeah. Where now, like, I would be like, oh, I'm so hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I need to wait because I have, like, two more hours left for my time frame. Yep. And uh, once I started doing the tea, I did the tea this last whole, this whole week. Yeah. And, yeah, like, it feels great. It's like, I don't feel hungry anymore. So it I'm makes
1: like, a huge difference. Yeah.
2: And it's just a little flavor difference. Yeah. And it's just all water. And I'm drinking it way faster. So I'm, like,
1: peeing it's all the time. It's because the warm liquid goes down easier. Yeah. I don't feel like... It doesn't, like,
2: catch. I know it doesn't. Uh, You're absolutely accurate. And the cold, actually. But the cold burns your metabolism faster. It speeds it up. I would rather drink hot tea than have the sped-up metabolism. No, I need all of the speds. (laughs) All of the speds. All of the speeds. Because my metabolism fucking sucks. So I need all of the help I can get. Like, I would take an ice bath if I didn't think it would probably kill me you so, are insane I used to put um a really cold or like out of the freezer um hand towel on my neck cause that no. actually so that's a thing so the caveman um have you ever heard no. of this I feel like you're no. nodding for a second but anyways <laughs> no um there's like some like there's some science behind it where, like, where I would put that in the freezer, yeah. the paper, the towel. Yeah. If you put that on, like, certain parts of your body. It makes your body feel like it's, like, too cold. So then it's, it heats up. So then it tries to make you warmer. So right there, you're burning calories and your metabolism's going. So that's... It's a dumb version of you jumping in a fucking cold river no. or taking an ice bath. It's, mm-hmm. like, the the lighter version of it.
1: I would. It's the pussy version no. of that. It's, like, because <laughs> I was,
2: like, I have thought about it, and I asked someone that's done the ice bath, and I was, like, yeah. okay, so, like, how does that feel? And they're, like, well, it's horrible for the first 60 seconds.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: And I was, like, yeah, and they're, like, it's, it's bad. But once you get past that... <laughs> You're why? Fine. Why would you? And you like, gotta lay in that it. That is awful. You have to lay in it for twenty minutes. Guys. No, yeah, hell but no. Athletes do it all the time, so I feel like I can do this. Now, why I, would you put yourself through that? Well, because it helps um inflammation in your body and it helps your body so heal go quicker. you like
1: the cryo, oh, it's thing. same thing, yeah, it totally is, but that's like sixty seconds, not
2: twenty minutes, I know, but also that costs money, and this one is just nice. um,
1: that cryo thing is only like twenty five dollars. That's totally worth <laughs> not having to sit in a puddle <laughs> for <before> you. It <laughs> is worth every. I yeah no no,
2: no. it's probably worth every penny yeah but when I don't have extra pennies I have enough for a bag of ice and I
1: can... um I feel like if you don't have the pennies for that just don't do it at all that's kind of what happened yeah yeah okay I'm
2: glad we're on this because like, I did that. do the, the towel thing maybe like for two days and I was like no, this is still stupid that
1: hurts like no you get no. so cold. No, I know.
2: I'm already cold. I know. So I feel
1: like with me shivering all day long, I'm just always burning You'll calories. Just, it might as well just take it to the next level and dunk yourself in a bath oh. of ice. No, that's why I haven't done it. yet. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so scared of it. I like how you
2: talk about how you're going to do it. I, I will and probably then you're like, nope, this oh. isn't happening because I know myself. I probably will once. No, I like. Okay, th- if you do it, you have to video it. Okay, that's fine. All right, that's fair. All right, it's fair game. You're gonna have to videotape it then. That's fine. Okay, I will totally do that.
1: <laughs> because later, when you're watching it back, and you're like, "Wow, I'm an idiot." Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. document. That sweet. That's, okay. I'm totally. With We're that. on the same page. <laughs> Anyways,
2: so back to my why with my dad.
1: Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> you're
2: totally fine. Um, actually, I don't know where it was. I just know that's what it, where I left off a little bit. All oh, because cr- all the family and the food mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whatnot. Because his liver cancer is preventable as well. Ninety nine percent. Oh, was it pretty awesome? Um, so that was very frustrating. Like learning that, like that's fucking preventable. Your diabetes is yeah. preventable. So what do I have to do? Because mm-hmm. I have a child, I have a yeah. husband, and I would like to live a long time. My biggest fear is dying anyway. So yeah. Um, like if vampires are a thing, someone bite me because that's really what I'd like. Um, because that's mortal, that's that's how terrified I am. So I was like, I better fucking do something, like, this is insane. Mm -hmm. And after my brother did it and liked it, I was like, I gotta, I have to do this. Yeah, like, this is not worth dying at 59. No, that's unheard of. Like, the fact that, like, my people at my work, like, their parents are like in their 70s, and I'm like, what. They live
1: that long? Yeah. And they're going golfing. What the hell? Well, my mom's You're mid-60s.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. how is your mom not on hospice right now? I don't understand. <laughs> I, if you were part of the
1: Austin clan, you would be. You would
2: be. Like, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. So, you just learn, like, through all the death, because my dad was one of nine, so, like... That's so crazy. You just start realizing, like, this shit's important, guys. Like, yeah.
1: Your is, health is... You only get it once. Yeah. So, you might as well take care of it. Yeah, just... Fucking take care of your shit. Who cares mm-hmm. what people
2: think? I think that was the other thing is that I cared way too much about mm-hmm. how anybody would perceive me. Yep. Um about getting the surgery. Yeah. Cause I was I was kinda like I didn't wait as long as you did, but like yeah. the thoughts I guess not wait as long as you did isn't right. I was I thought about it for a long time. Yeah. But I never like looked into it. Yeah. Until Matt did it. And then I was like, oh, this is well, actually it doable. The push. It totally gave me the push.
1: Like, well, and I know when I had mine It was nice to know that you were there and that you had already been through it. Yeah. And so that any questions I had or any um, anything that had to do with it, you were right there. And so that I feel like having that solidarity and like that support system, which because I think other people, they yes, like husbands are supportive and other friends that haven't had the surgery are supportive. But it's really hard for them to understand. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. And having somebody that has been through the exact same thing as you is just, it's so incredibly just supportive. Like just having it's, that support system.
2: It's humbling because I can, we can actually relate on a whole different level. Yeah. But no one else can. Exactly. Like. Yep. There's just no way. And like as much as our husbands will, are supportive, like they'll never understand. No. Like they they're don't, the
1: closest to it. Oh, yeah. But
2: they'll never understand. Well,
1: yeah, they saw day in and day out of the struggles of like, especially right in the beginning or going through your liquid diet or any of that. And but it's nice to have that extra bond with somebody where you can talk about it and yeah. they completely understand where you're coming from.
2: Well, I would say on that note, that's what we're here for, for yeah. everybody else. everybody keep listening because this is what we're here for to be an ear for everyone
1: support system yep yeah got your backs we've been right where you are (laughs) and you will make it through yes you definitely will ask us any questions one day at a time so all right all right good night night Hey listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and
2: Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. Thanks
1: for listening to Our Sleep Life, a podcast for patients by patients. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates.
0: Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a
1: few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times. And stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas.
0: Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in. But you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro. Easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M I R O.com.